0: Tune in to geek elite radio good luck what if you found a portal to a parallel universe what if you could slide into a
1: thousand different worlds where it's the same year and you're the same person but everything else is different and what if you can't find your way
2: home
0: Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If on the Geekly Radio Network. We are here once again at FanQuest Comics and Games in Yuma, Arizona, doing another roundtable, comic book round roundtable. This week we're going to be talking about Batman issue 50 and what led up to it, the infamous Batman wedding, Batman yeah, to Catwoman. The,
1: the proposal to the wedding, a 78-year courtship. So it's been quite a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> quite a while. I mean, uh, took, hopefully, you know, Catwoman wasn't just sitting around waiting for that uh, proposal or anything. Uh, Cats don't wait, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, But go ahead and introduce uh, some of the people that we have here today.
3: I'm Domino. Um, I'm definitely a collector of comics. I've been collecting for almost all my life. Um, I've been happy to be here at FanQuest, and she's the one that's led me through all this. It's uh, a pleasure to be here, guys.
0: And once again, we have uh, Mike Shelton with us. Yeah, thank
2: you, Mike is i'm a very much a lifelong maybe beyond life uh collector uh, so i've been collecting comics well longer than anybody in this room <laughs> <laughs> and i certainly love uh batman and the storyline that uh, we're going to be talking about
0: and what join us again
4: hello it's me juan i'm back and happy to be here with uh, everybody here <laughs> And just a small Batman fan
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris
1: as always yeah yeah um, you know I've, I've been I've been a fan of Batman since gosh I, I was too young to remember Batman 89 but I remember Batman Returns and I think that's why this storyline hits me even more because Batman Returns was the whole Batman Catwoman movie and all that so this was just a great mm-hmm. shout out to my
2: childhood and all that <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes Chris you remember Batman 89 I remember Adam West, Batman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's what caught
2: me, though, it, seeing that on TV, because I remember,
1: I, I, you know, obviously my parents were going to take me to the movies when I was a kid, because kids, you know, you don't, you don't pay attention to the movie five minutes, and you're like, eh. But I do remember being at home, and the Adam West show was on and I was like what is this who are all these crazy people in these crazy costumes and words come out of their fist what's going on you know and How? yep and then at that point you know oh, batman fever set in and then it was yeah. perfect cuz here comes batman returns
3: so that's pretty
2: much what we said in grade school <laughs> when we saw it for the first time yep
3: I still think Michelle Pfeiffer is the best Catwoman,
2: so just saying. (laughs) Oh, she was great! That costume, and I
1: was happy. I want to say, what was it, issue forty-six, where they kind of did the homage to bringing her costume in? Tight, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. (laughs) So, okay, something I'm dying to ask. Kind of going a little off kilter here. So, we all have our idea of who Batman ends up with, right? You know, everybody. Well, I think he would end up with this person or, or such and such. Now, I've always. You know, I've always been gravitating towards it's Batman and Catwoman. That's that's Superman, Lois Lane, that's that type of relationship. Who do you see Bruce Wayne, Batman? Not not a trick question, you know it's all one and the same person. Who do you see him spending his life with?
4: I would like to say Catwoman, but the fact of the matter is I just cannot see him actually taking that plunge into actually being with somebody and just I I, I see him as the old as the uh, guy who just ends up as an old guy like in the, the um, in the bat cave with you know Terry you
1: know and uh, like in the series it just I so c- Batman Beyond do you see that Yeah. Batman I, Beyond just, or yeah, I Dark
4: Knight Returns you see him like
0: you know he actually, never settles down huh? yeah
4: no he's just, <laughs> Good boy. He just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but like you know as, as some as some who are old enough to remember or have read some of the older issues uh, you have pre-crisis on infinite Earth where you have Batman actually married to Catwoman and having a daughter and stuff like that and i mean that Genre of Batman was the proof that Batman can be happy and Batman at the same time, right?
1: Yeah, because he actually let me see here. I found this article that has a big old write-up, and it was back in 1977, uh, DC Superstars issue 17. So go buy that issue before it skyrockets. But that's <laughs> the one where Earth Two, so that was the JSA, the Golden Age heroes, yeah. and we do we have Batman and Catwoman, Mary, uh, as Mitch mentioned. They they have a daughter Helena who becomes a great character, the Huntress. And it did show that, you know, like, he, he was able to be happy, still be Batman, but then, of course, there's always the twist, Batman's about loss, so Selina dies, I don't know if she died as Catwoman or if just health got her, but then at that point, though, Bruce actually becomes the next commissioner. So, even though he might not, yeah, because realistically, are we going to see a guy of age running around rooftop to rooftop? No, I mean, I know what Frank Miller says. <laughs> okay, <laughs> man, yeah, this roof doesn't have wheelchair access, you know? So, but, you know, I thought that was neat that he still stepped in to fight crime in a way that he could, you
2: know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to agree with the end product that the brooding, uh, solitary, Batman Bruce Wayne would end that way, but if I went another way, there was Vicky Vale. Yeah, and I I could I could have seen that. And of course, uh, she was a love interest in a couple of the earlier Batman movies.
1: You know, and that's a, that's another great Golden Age character too. Yeah. I didn't realize that. You know, at first I the comics at that time. Vicki Vale was nowhere to be present and then they slowly started wheeling her out and I do remember that because they even had one of the famous covers where Vicki Vale was in a hospital bed and you see Batman standing and takes off his cowl in front of her So I kind of felt like, ooh, they're gravitating that because of the movies again.
0: Um, (laughs) Because Batman's secret identity is one of the worst kept secrets ever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right?
1: (laughs) Thankfully, the city of Gotham, like, everybody gives Superman crap. I'm like, no, I think the city of Gotham just plays along. They're like, oh, there's crazy rich Bruce Wayne again. (laughs) I'm trying
2: to uh, think of in the movies if it was Val Kilmer, and when he was Batman, if he... he, um uh, was connected with Vicky Vale or not. I didn't. No. I, I
1: really it was Adrian Chase? Through. Yeah, Dr. Doctor Chase. That's,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, so he started going
1: to a psychiatrist at that point. <laughs> yeah. But um, I did find this interesting, though. and So back in 1983, in Batman issue 355, Catwoman was actually jealous of Bruce Wayne's romance with Vicky Vail. Uh. So she actually got to a point where she's taking it out on Bruce, getting uh-huh. a little more re- lethal. Uh-huh. And the article says here, you know, Catwoman slashes his throat. And she's like, so much hate, was it real? And then he just replies with, as real as the love we know. So it's like, oh, they kind of had that little bit of ambiguousness there. But
2: Yeah, don't get uh, woman's attention like that. <laughs> that's bad news. Right? For them,
3: that's foreplay, right? Yeah. <laughs> And that's why I always think that Catwoman should be, you know, I've always thought Catwoman and him would always end up together, because I've always enjoyed their little cat and mouse type right. chasing up on the rooftops, or always having that moment on top of a rooftop somewhere. And, you know, you see it in the movies, too, where she's got, you know, she's always pounced on top of him, readying to, you know, do something illicit there. <laughs> then you change the page, and it's all of a sudden, it's an advertisement. But yeah, that's uh, I've always seen Catwoman and him kind of finally tie the knot, so I was pretty excited when this issue was coming out, I was like, "Finally, <laughs> again."
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> now I agree with that. I've always felt that they've had that that relationship, and they're both people that are kind of you know lost in the night. You know, they they get that aspect, and I always felt that was something. But it was just you know, it, it's almost like law and justice, right? You know, like they're both steering towards the same thing, but which one is really right? Like a chaotic you know?
3: neutral type.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You start using those terms. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, that's where where they're at with each other on that.
0: How about you, Mitch? So uh, I would say I answer this two different ways because there's who I think he's going to end up with, which is Catwoman, because I think that's just the the standard that the the writers at DC are going to always want, the editors at DC. But who I want him to end up with, Zatanna. I always thought that was a great relationship. <laughs> I think that him in his formative years of after dropping out of college and traveling the world, and you know, start living with uh, or learning from Zatara uh how to be an escape artist and the the ways of of magic or at least illusion uh
4: she learned from her father
0: that's what i'm saying he 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 learned learned he learned from zatara the 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 father and then he but being there he would have been had a relationship with zatanna the daughter so i think that those years would have been would have meant a lot to him as he was learning Mm -hmm. to become batman or at least at the very beginning uh and then uh when, I think the issues is when whenever they have Zatanna in there and she comes to town to do a show or uh, help help Batman do whatever he needs to do, but then she's also she's not just a, a celebrity, quote unquote. She's also a a, a card carrying member of the Justice League. You know, mm-hmm. I think Batman. I think superheroes in general, if they're gonna have relationships, they need to have have a relationship with someone else that's also in quote-unquote the biz is like how could you i mean i understand that superman and lois lane make it work but how how it's got to be kind of hard to to come home every day and shut that off when you have uh you know you have a relationship now hey, catwoman is, is also happened. yeah yeah Catwoman's also uh you know lives, lives the life but she like as everybody else pointed out she's on the other side of the coin like she's 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 a vigilante like Batman, but she's kind of doing it a different way, and definitely not his way. And she <laughs> she mentions that a lot in the in the issue. She's like, "Oh, if he found out I did that, he'd be upset." Like it's <laughs> it's. It, she's constantly going, doing her own thing, which is fine. She should do her own thing, but I think it's I think it's going to cause more problems than 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 anything else.
1: Yeah, and and I agree with you. I, I do see that being in the biz, like you were talking about, because. I often think about two of the powerhouses of relationships, Superman and Spider-Man, you know, and Superman is with Lois Lane, but Lois Lane is a superhero. Like, she doesn't wear the costumes. I mean, she is very much the face of the Daily Bugle. You know, I'm going to get on planet, this.
2: Planet.
1: Yeah, or sorry, Daily Planet. Yeah, <laughs> Wrong universe. <laughs> 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 Which earth uh, is this again? Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, but, you know, so uh, she's always been out there. You know, she hasn't been afraid oh. to, you know, fight villains even. Mary Jane, on the other hand, you know, she is a model. You know, I mean, she's had down-to-earth problems and, and things like that. And I often think, like... Because there's the famous story, like when Venom first appears, and you know he goes to Mary Jane and, and Pete's apartment, and he scares her to the point where she's trembling, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she even tells him, "Like you can't wear the black costume anymore. I'm, I'm too afraid of Venom." And you know, I think to myself, like, "Well, what if that was like a Superman story? No, Lois would have fought back." You know, so I think that's where you know Lois is in the business in that sense. And you do you need somebody who understands that lifestyle, and that's why. I mean, ultimately, yeah, with, with Peter Parker and Mary Jane, you know, that's where Mephesto steps in and he's like, hey, let me make a deal, you know. <laughs> But I think if if Mary Jane, and obviously now is very much a time because since Mary Jane and Pete have split, Mary Jane has tasted the superhero life, you know, and I think ultimately that's what gives that greater understanding. And, you know, I like that pick as well with Zatanna because, you know, she also is in the business. She's also grown through it. You know, uh, if you go back to Zatanna's very first appearance in the comics, it was the search for Zatanna, and, and they bounced around in all the Silver Age comics. So she also understands dealing with loss as well. So, I think that's something that can definitely unite them.
0: And uh, I also have to say, like, I, and I know we're not specifically talking about Superman, but uh, for Superman, like, Clark Kent is the identity and Superman's the disguise, whereas Batman is the identity and Bruce Wayne is the disguise. At least that's how I feel. And I know lots of right. other people have said the same thing. So, I think. It's easier for Superman and Lois Lane or Clark Kent and Lois Lane to, to make their relationship work because he, he wants to come back to be Superman, like, or to be Clark Kent because Superman is just the thing that he has to do so that he can save the day. Batman is the, is the idea, is the, is the, rea- the reality for, for him like since his, his parents died, since he took on the quest. So he, he picking someone like, like, uh, like Catwoman to be in his life goes along with the, the identity that he's accepted for himself. It's it's, it's more of yeah. you know this is who I am this is the life I live, it, whereas Bruce Wayne and that's the, I think that comes into a big a big part of like throughout the whole issues or the of the of, the, of this where they're talking about constantly about uh you know Batman and, and Catwoman are getting married not necessarily Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle because those two can't be linked together Bruce Wayne can't be linked to someone that's at a convicted criminal, kind of like because that, that's, a, that's a false identity that he has to keep uh, up for, for the papers and the public and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, because if you look at uh, when, they, when Rebirth started coming along, and Superman and Lois were, you know, they're, they're from the post-crisis world, living in the New 52 world, and yeah, they became, I think, what was it, the Smiths or the Whites, depending on yeah. which book you read. And it was interesting because Lois still did what Lois does. Clark kind of got lost in that, you know. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, if you pick Kal El, he's going to treasure Clark Kent more than he would Superman. But if you pick with Batman, it's like if his identity were ever exposed, he'd be like, okay, we'll just go to one of my other mystery caves that I've <laughs> got, and I'll still be Batman or I'll wear a different costume, Actually, but he'll still do that lifestyle.
4: Actually, that takes me back to um, I don't know, it was this one story where. It was a murder that happened in a uh, like uh, at Wayne Manor, and uh, Bruce Wayne was like,
1: uh, "No." I was, oh, that uh, Bruce Wayne fugitive murder yeah, storyline. Yeah, yeah. and
4: he just like said, No, nah, you know what? I'm gonna uh, yeah, you know, forget Bruce Wayne. I'm just gonna be Batman 24 7 Yeah.
2: Well, just some thoughts to just to bring up some other other threads to the the, the Batman Catwoman story. Of course, in the Adam West period, uh, you had Julie Newmar as Catwoman. And, and Eartha Kitt, uh, right. though the Julie Newmar was, i will say, the more active teaser of a relationship <laughs> with Batman. It was all tease, no squeeze. <laughs> it was, it was I squeeze. like that '60s lingo you brought there. <laughs> and it's hard to keep it out. <laughs> and, I think that's uh, what Adam uh, said too. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and uh, that's pretty much the case if you if you uh, telescope it to now in the Gotham series. Uh, with uh, young Bruce and, and Selena. Selena's the one who's trying to uh, to push the story who she knows Bruce is interested in her, but he's just too uptight and too troubled. And I really don't like the Bruce in Gotham. That's just not my own personal thing. <laughs> I, just, I wish they did something else. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's Let me the go. Uh, what's the What's
4: what's the
3: what? What's the
2: uh, thing you do not like? Uh, he's he's too immature. He's too immature, too self-absorbed. Uh, yeah. And I guess that just, just messes up my image of the original Batman growing up who's, who's n- not just determined to, to find his parents, but who's disciplined and who's organized and just, and just projects himself in, in such a way that he, you're just not going to mess with him. And, I mean, he's not going to disrespect Alfred, for goodness sake. I mean, (laughs) young Bruce does nothing but disrespect Alfred. So that's, uh, I really, although I love everybody else in the series. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else I really, really love. Um, But, uh, yeah, there's there's just a a timeline of teasing the relationship and it never really goes anywhere. So this uh, what we have now is where it goes from the tease to squeeze, <laughs> <laughs> at least a little bit. Uh, so just uh, interesting to see how the story evolves, um, uh, and how it's developed by different writers and different formats and different platforms to go from then till now.
1: Yeah, and you know it's interesting because as you mentioned that, like when back then, obviously the comics code was huge. And that's why we didn't have Catwalk, because it was too much of a tease, you know. And the show, of course, is going to love that because the show was just so counterculture and like, yeah, let's go for all that shock and let's do this. So I, you know, yeah. I, I like that. That's a, yeah. that's a good way to look at that. You yeah. Know? And I do find it funny. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. On that Gotham show, they did. Selena is kind of his, you know, his his Juliet in that series. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've seen other. Characters, but you're right. It kind of gravitates towards that will be
2: the relationship. Yeah, I mean, she's the aggressor in it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he's the one who doesn't know which way is up.
1: Yes, he just can't. <laughs> he
2: just can't figure out himself, much less anyone else.
1: He's still too stuck in the uppity rich world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the story. I guess. I mean, what was the issue that the proposal actually happens in?
1: Uh, the proposal was, I want to say, issue twenty-four of the current series. Yeah. Okay. I meant Volume Three, Issue Twenty Four.
0: So twenty-six issues later, we get we get the actual wedding. Uh, that's what about a year?
1: Uh, well, no, because we've been doing what they're double shipping the book. So if that's twenty-six issues, oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I, I had to listen to my head, but yeah, you're right. A year later, it took. I will tell you what, it's it's interesting because finding myself waiting for certain comics, it's. Deathly sometimes, <laughs> but at least with them double shipping the Batman books. Wow, that's crazy to realize that that's yeah, been thirteen months. Wow, you know, like holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad moment right
0: now. <laughs> and we had a, we had a lot of issues in between. We, uh, I specifically remember talking about uh, the double date night or yeah. oh, or the r- rooftops bad. where the you have the Superman and uh, you have Superman and Batman both talking to their significant others about you know what it means to them that the other about the other the other <laughs> you know Superman talking about Batman and Batman talking about Superman
4: one's in the elevator the other's <laughs> yeah they're climbing down yeah. the side yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, then you uh, the, just these last two months we had um, issue 48 49 of Batman and then the the wedding the road to the wedding or all the prelude issues yeah the so. prelude issues where you had each one of supporting characters that were going up against specific uh, enemies of of Batman as they uh, as we got closer to the wedding, yes. did you guys all read those issues? I the, the preludes?
3: No, I've been meaning to
0: okay. yeah. what did you, Juan you did? okay?
1: Yeah, cause I thought they were interesting pairings. Um, uh, so the first one is Robin with Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. And honestly, I felt that issue was more a Robin than this Damien. This was more a Damien Catwoman issue. Yeah, you know, because that's the one where they finally bond and and Rachel Ghoul plants it in Damien's head that it's like, this is the new wife. This is the new life. You're out. And Selena's like, I, you know, I, because then Damien confronts her, like, I'm not going to call you mom. And I just hope you accept me. And she's like, I was worried you weren't going to accept me. And you know, hooray, hugs. You know. uh,
0: then the next one you well, have. Well, I, I just want to say is I, I, I did like the book ending of, of the relationship between Damien and Selena in, in, in that issue. Uh, but I also loved the idea that they throw out there of this. Aeon. I don't know how you said his name. A i o n. Uh, who's supposed to be the well? It's Damien's version of what a son that Selena and Bruce would have together would be because he's, oh, okay. he's yeah. tripping on hallucinogens and stuff like that. And just like, I I I, I just thought it was a cool character design. Like yeah. you know, yeah. we already we already know about Helena Wayne right. uh, from pre-crisis, but this is a uh, the male version of of both Catwoman and Batman put together, and and just the idea that Damien is so in his own head because that's, that's who he's fighting. He's fighting a hallucinag- uh, yeah. hallucination that, that, that due to Q words that have been planted around his, uh, surroundings that, uh, uh, has done. Like it's, it's created something in his mind that, that an enemy for him to fight that doesn't exist. And, uh, the idea that, you know, he, he, he had this enemy and, uh, it, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. That was I would, to me that was the best part.
1: No, I I did. I liked the way they bonded the family. Juan, you said you read it. You read it. What were uh, some thoughts? Some thoughts.
4: I did like how like he had this paranoia about that. You know, like uh, oh if if they have a kid, it's like what about me? Kind of mm-hmm. s- situation and like uh, that kind of and how Rachel was gonna pl- uh, was like ah uh, okay. Now it's begun, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just walks away, and it's like.
0: <laughs> and then like. I thought another th- another great thing about all those issues is that uh, each one you f- you find out like, oh, the bad guy, and he's like, oh, well, I f- I heard about the wedding, and then you find out the way they heard about the weddings because the Joker came to them. And was like, yeah. how come I haven't <laughs> got to my invitation yet? And I don't know why you would go to an, a villain to be like, how come you haven't got your invitation yet? But each one of them finds out because the Joker is just going crazy over the fact. And that's what we get in issues 48 and 49, the right. idea that the Joker wants to be the best man or wants to be a part of this wedding because he has to be a part of this wedding because he's just as much as about Batman's life as that Catwoman is. Uh, but I keep wanting to know is who told Joker.
1: You know, that that is interesting and that is... You know, obviously a plot point because the first time we're alluded to Joker finding out is in DC Nation Zero, the the twenty five cents issue that uh, DC Comics put out. And you're right; he just shows up at that guy's house, knocks on the door, and he's like, "Hey, I hope you don't mind. Right, I'm gonna wait true. for the mail." And it's like, "Wait a sec how does this How does this come about? And and where does he find out? But there's a spoiler, and I want to save it. But I, I think I've I think we've got an answer. You know, there's a clue to it later, so I don't want to spoil it yet as as hmm. as our episode goes on here. But I, I think that one was neat because I'll be honest, like looking at some of those, I'm always leery about spinoff issues because we've, we've all collected enough and I think we've all been burned in some cases where you're like, really? I bought this spinoff and it wasn't anything. Yeah. But I think for that Robin Catwoman moment, that, made it, that one definitely made it worth it. Um, the next one that they released was Nightwing versus Hush. And that one was interesting because I remember Mitch and I were talking and, you know, this is always interesting because when, when the idea of the wedding was happening, I'm sure we all were thinking in our minds like, who would be the maid of honor? Who would be the best man? Who would, who would do all these things, you know? So you guys hadn't read it, but you know, off the top of your mind, who would you have picked to be Batman's, or Batman's best man? So, Domino, who well, would you
3: go with? I always thought, you know, he'll probably drag Alfred along, you know. He's always there for him, so why not be his best man?
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: Well, if he we didn't pick Alfred, we'll go for the big uh, blue boy scout. Right. <laughs> for, for Clark. But for Maid of Honor, I was thinking Poison Ivy. I kind of felt that way, too, with the the, the lead-up that Tom King
1: was doing in the Poison comics. Poison Ivy, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I want to say. I think it was issues like 44, 45, 46 or something like that. And with her like expanding her consciousness and taking over the whole world, you're like, "Wow, poison ivy got hella powerful there." Um, I could kind of see that. You know, definitely. She's not
2: just out. a rash anymore. Yeah.
0: One. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, I'd
4: have to say it was uh, if it was. If it was going to be anybody. Uh, be the best man. It'll probably be Clark Kent. But for the maid of honor, I would not have like um, exactly known. Uh, I can't pick one either.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody's idea is that you would go with a a known female rogue of Batman's for the for the uh, the maid of honor, and uh, you know Harley Quinn probably would have been the number one choice if you went with just the DC editors because she's popular. Oh yeah but true. the fact that they go with holly a character that's very much associated with catwoman at yeah. least now with her uh, origin or one of her many origins like uh it makes a lot of sense and they they did set her up in 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 batman throughout the year this this year as you know what uh, i think we were saying it off air but when they were talking about how uh, catwoman had to kind of clear her name of all those murders that she yeah. did because holly's the one that actually did it
1: yeah yeah they definitely i thought it was great that they were building her up because if you look at her, you know, she has that kind of throwaway in Batman Year One, you know, she's the one who is just being loud and goofy and then the pimp's ready to hit her and uh-huh. Selena's like, No, that's my friend, you know <laughs> yes. and to see but as that character has grown more and more and intertwined and sometimes she gets remembered, sometimes she gets forgotten. And I thought that was neat that Tom King was like, Well I do remember this character's vital and he gave her a better reason to also be a part of that.
3: Yeah, it was nice to see her in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um
4: how did you guys like the one where it was, um, it was Red Hood and... Uh, anarchy. Yeah, Anarchy. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, trying to crash... Uh, uh, oh, he did crash. Uh, uh, Selena's... Um, was it Bachelorette Party?
1: Yeah, the bachelor Party. <laughs>
4: but also that uh, Batman uh, basically paid Red Hood to just kind of like... Uh, almost a,
1: not spy, but just to kind of, you know, like just to keep an eye on her. <laughs> I-, I thought that was a neat one. I was really surprised, though, <laughs> to me, like for Anarchy... I feel that's a good Tim Drake villain. Mm. It's know? odd
0: that Tim Drake wasn't involved in any of those issues, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt
1: that was kind of an oversight because, you know, Dick is the ward of Bruce Wayne. Uh, Jason Todd was, you know, not there really long enough to – I mean, yeah, he's part of the family and whatnot. And then finally you have um, Tim, who was adopted by Bruce after one year later. And, you know, that's what Damien kind of just comes in and, like, you know, crashes the whole thing and, and sets that up. But, um, yeah, I was really surprised Tim wasn't part of it. But I, I was very pleasantly surprised by that issue with the Red Hood Anarchy one because those were characters I was like, eh, you know, like I'll read it because it's part of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I read it. and I was like, wow,
2: that actually was a good issue. I think they did a great job with that. Uh, Chris, one thing I don't want to lose uh, my train of thought on in uh, 49 and the interplay between Catwoman and Joker which is really major. I mean, just, it, it humanizes Joker almost more than I want to see him humanized. And <laughs> he's like reminiscing with her about his, his times with Penguin and, and the others and whether he had an umbrella, whether he had a cane. <laughs> the quote, unquote, good old days for the <laughs> yeah, villains. The good old days. And, and, he, and Joker says, you know, we all used to laugh at that, but I never saw you laugh. <laughs> and she says yeah you're right you didn't see me laugh and stuff starts uh, happening out of that but I I thought that was just a really smart interplay into the humanity of both of them and how they fit in the whole Batman story and we saw aspects particularly of Joker that I don't think have been played out or fleshed out as much outside as they are in that issue I mean it's just really interesting to me the way that was done
0: yeah, I, I would say that I, I've never seen the Joker humanized so much in all my comic book reading, like that, like even in the the was it the recent White Knight uh, Batman White Knight yeah. uh, miniseries, right. yeah. like that awesome. that, mm. that's Jack Napier that's that's humanized, so that's fine. But like the mm. idea of the Joker in his craziness, like being able to reminisce and and talk about old good old days and and uh, you know crack a joke with uh, with with um selena at the end there you know and it and it, i I don't know like i love the, the the riddler or the the story that the joker throws out there he's like selena do you know what it is the riddler's theory on me and she goes yeah he tells that to everybody it's like you're actually saying you just play a part and mm-hmm. and the idea that he knows about this but he still is the way he is it's just i don't know it was so strange to read like the joker that way but it was great it was a great read. Yes. And the, the two of them just just laying on the ground because if he lets go of his neck, he's gonna die. If she lets go of her wound in her in her abdomen, she's gonna die. Like it's the, they're both at a stalemate. But why not just sit there and talk it out?
2: And it, and actually, it, in, in that world of things, it seems really real mm-hmm. because they are wounded. They're down. They know each other. They both have the bats in common, and so that's what they talk about. And and the and the core that he gets to. Is that you know the reason Batman is Batman is because he's unhappy, mm-hmm. and you're gonna change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we can't let that happen. That's <laughs> yeah, funny how
1: the Joker saves Batman in a strange way like that. Yes. You know, I've
2: been in his life too.
4: <laughs> For me, it was uh, it was good, but um, it was also kind of like interesting too that that Kevin uh, and Joker knew each other that well, or knew of each other like that. It's what? like. I knew that they would kind of, not partner up, but they would kind of, like, be in the same circles, but I didn't think that they would kind of, like, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that also throws back to the idea that all of Batman's rogues are different images of himself. So you have Catwoman and Joker who, you know... For their own right, are just as good at playing this chess game that that Batman throws at every one of his villains. You know, they Joker is like, well, I can I, I can pull the 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 mag out of my 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 jacket and reload it and shoot you. Maybe within the seconds I have left before I die, but I'm gonna die. I'm gonna bleed out. I'm gonna pass out, kind of thing. And she's like, well, yeah, but you know, are you gonna have those few seconds? And <laughs> and she she gets him to talk as she as he's reloading. She gets him to talk, so thus wasting those few seconds. And mm-hmm. like the the idea that they are both strategists in their own way mm-hmm. is is just a det or not a detriment, but a a, a,
1: a praise to a their, praise yeah. to the writing. Yes, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that because it's it's interesting because you know sometimes you look at those villains and they're very superficial. You know, like I mean, I love Two Face. That's my favorite Batman villain. Mm. And sometimes, like I, you know, like especially if you read the older stuff, you know, it's like I'm gonna commit this crime on Tuesday. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know and like and you'd think every February 22nd, Batman would be like, okay, let's get ready to do something. You know, but I, I think it was great that that, especially that moment where it shows that no, these people are strategists as well. They're doing all kinds of great stuff. You know, um, I'm gonna take a moment here. We, we got a new guest coming with. So if you wanna introduce and Oh, no, no. (laughs) All right, well, sorry. Feel free, if you got a moment, you know, chime in.
4: I would like to to intersect on something. Though, it was a cool Joker, but which Joker, since they're... I don't know. We haven't gotten there yet,
1: but that'll be interesting. Uh, that definitely, I'd love to, maybe we'll meet and talk more about that. Like, you're referencing the three Jokers. Yeah. That'll happen sometime within the next two years or something. Sure. <laughs>
0: I'll believe it when the issue's in my head. Yeah,
1: yeah. um, not to me, I felt like, and it's interesting, cause, but you do bring up an interesting point, because when you look at the end of New 52 Batman with great. Uh, God, I can never say his name. Capolo, with Capullo, with the way Capullo, and and um, who was his writer? Uh, Scott Snyder. Yes. Yeah, are Batman and their Joker. You know. And then when you come into Tom King, and he's had various artists, so it's it's all over the place. But I mean, you can see his Joker is very distinct. You know. And uh, like I almost feel like this one, like this Joker is like a quiet chaos. I don't know if that makes sense. But, you know, he's not, like, extravagant and even his smile isn't as, you know, like, crazy unhinged. It's just, he's a guy. Um, I like this Joker because, um, like I said, to me, he's just this quiet kid. Like, he walks in. He's not the Joker who has to kick in the door and, like, <laughs> I'm here! Here's Johnny! You know, he just, like, I can imagine, because I think that was one neat thing, going back a second to the, uh, the preludes. Uh, the last one was Joker and Harley Quinn, oh, and yeah. Harley Quinn's basically like, you're not screwing this up, and Of course, you know, the Joker escapes. He finds the you know probably the Magnum three fifty seven and he sees the church and it's like that perfectly goes into issue forty eight and I thought that was real neat that they did a nice you know dovetailed back well, in
4: it it does show that he was just basically you thought like uh, she had him and it's like no he was just uh, she was playing right into his hands uh, the entire time yeah no I <laughs> just, that was yeah that it was it showed neat. like holy oh God.
1: <laughs> yeah I but, was not expecting that <laughs> but that that two issue arc though best man that was great. I mean, like, and it's interesting. And this would be something because everybody loved to play with that. So uh, when when issue forty nine came out, everybody was like, "Oh, this is just like uh, Batman: The Killing Joke," you know. So you see that laughter, and then it's like, "Well, who's laughing?" And then the laughter stops. Oh, Batman killed him, you know. It's like I never took it that way. But what I find interesting. So just some thoughts. Who do you think is laughing at the end of forty nine? Is that Selina? Is that Joker? Is that both of them? Is it even Bruce? I mean, he's in that moment as well.
0: I feel like it was Selena.
1: You felt like it was Selena? Because she,
0: she, it kinda, their, their conversation kind of ends with the, the joke yeah. that she's yeah. been holding on. She's like, it's the joke that I tell myself all the time when I just need to clear my head or whatever. <laughs> so, like, the idea that the two of them shared this joke and, and and he still gets away kind of thing like it, it's just it's funny to her like that's what I see it but anybody else?
3: It's kind of what I had in mind too with Selena It's like I'm that <laughs> I'll,
0: go, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go along with uh,
2: Selena for all the reasons that were just uh, uh, given I mean she's the, the character's presented that just has like a whole lot of thoughts going on mm-hmm. and a whole lot of like images of Joker or whoever else uh, she interacts with. So the, f- the, the so the fact that she's, you know, she she pumps it out and I don't think he's very happy with it. No. <laughs> he's not happy with it at all. Jo- Joker does
0: not get the joke. <laughs> I was going to say plus I think that at that point she's also thinking about the fact that what what he said of uh, you know, if how can he be Batman if he's happy yeah, so if you do this. I think it's it's more in her head like it's in her head and we see it in issue 50 it's in her head Holly even talks about it like how can he be happy if he's Batman how can he be Batman if he's happy and like so I think it's it's the it's the bug it's the bug in her ear that hey this is kind of a funny situation like do am I going to get rid of the man that I love by marrying the man that I love kind of thing so um, I, right now. I also <laughs> thought it was interesting in that issue when Joker is talking to her about hey uh, I know him, I know him so well, like, we, we are, I held on to him while we joked, while we laughed in, in the, in the rain, like, he was laughing while it was raining, like, I'm like, to me, that specifically talk calls back to Killing Joke, Oh yeah. so, I, I mean, I mean, how does that make you feel, that, the idea that he's re- referencing Killing Joke?
1: Well, I think that's neat, because I've always, I've always taken Killing Joke at face value, like, it's not an else World, it's not, you know, it's just like, hey, let's do a Prestige series, you know, um. That like, there's a, a great run from the '80s. I love that era, of Batman. Year one, year two, year three, and those subsequent comics all the way up to Batman 450. I loved that era, and obviously, uh, Killing Joke was part of that. So I, I've always taken it as in I mean, you know, that's where Barbara gets paralyzed, you know, which leads to Oracle and all that stuff. So I think it was neat that, and even actually the, that issue I mentioned, Batman. It's either Batman 450 or 451 and you have um oh my gosh he's a great batman artist um he redrew some of those panels from the killing joke and it was like wow that wasn't brian boland this is and i feel so ashamed right now that i can't think of who that artist <laughs> is but it was right. like this was huge that you know because he redrew killing joke and uh, a death of the family <laughs> with uh, jason todd's demise And I think it was neat. I think that was neat that the Joker's talking about that. That's why, to me, I felt at the end with the laughter, I think it's the Joker's. Because I feel like this is where Selena's just kind of like, that confirmation, that, that bug that may have been planted, but it's even more so now, where it's like, this is not funny, this is sad, because she knows she can't go through with it. You know, because that's why, like, if you look at the opening of 50... Batman and Catwoman were together, and, you know, it's like, let's do this tonight. She's like, okay. But the minute she kind of gets away from him, and then obviously Holly hammers it home. So that's why, to me, I felt, when I read that issue, I felt like it was the Joker's laughter, because again, you know, this is the Joker having taken another part of Batman's family, you know. It just always ends with him laughing that way.
2: And I don't know how far we're going to go into the, uh, you know, like the end of number 50, but, um, uh, Selina has that bug planted in her Right That either one joker is going to stop it Or She may stop Batman by making him happy And Is that something she can live with uh, Would she Accept that change Would she be happy with that And so you know, There's a lot of thinking going on Yeah. And again that's that's Outside of the I'll say the traditional comic realm, and 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 I really welcome more of that going on.
1: That I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, Tom King is a great writer. I I mean obviously echoing what a lot of people are saying and stuff like. But I think he is because he brings a lot of depth into it. Like out of curiosity, Mike, are you reading uh, his Mister Miracle? No, I'm not. I would recommend when the trade comes out, get it because that's another story that like, while you're like that one's monthly, so you've got to wait. So you're really thinking about each issue. This one, with it being bi-monthly, hmm. you know, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to, you know, like, sometimes I do Are you get
2: talking about the Mr. Miracle that, I mean, this, this is a Mr. Yeah. Miracle that's been out since the 80s.
1: Oh, no, well, it's the same character. Okay. He's just got a new comic book series. Okay. So it's uh, Tom King and Mitch Gerards, and uh, this is probably Mr. Miracle Volume 3, if I remember correctly. Okay. And I mean, I was,
2: I was never really hooked on Mr. <laughs> Miracle. So mm-hmm. this would be like a a diversion to a, another another trail, yeah. Where to, to go and really look into him. Oh,
1: well, I, I would recommend it though, honestly, okay. because like he puts that thought into it, and that's why I'm even very excited and hopeful for the upcoming Heroes in Crisis, because mm-hmm. Tom King is very much he's a very cerebral guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's talking like he wants to explore like PTSD and what all these heroes and and everybody's going mm-hmm. through.
2: Does he strike you as being similar to Neil Gaiman?
1: I would say, like I'll be honest, I don't have too much exposure to Neil Gaiman. Um, I would, but from the exposure that I do have to what I've seen with Tom King, I think Tom King goes deeper, like more, like thinking of our lives as opposed to Neil Gaiman thinking of our dreams and what we could be. That's kind of how I view that, you know. Like Tom King's very much grounded in, like, you know, like, yeah, that's great that you moved to Hollywood and you thought you were going to be an actor and life was going to be great. That would be the Neil Gaiman stuff. But Tim, Tom King is going to be like, hey, I hope you're okay with the financial loss and, and the realization that you didn't make it as an actor. You know, that's kind of how I feel too. That's,
2: that's a good split off because they're both very cerebral and intellectual in their own in their own worlds. Yeah, in, in the way that they approach the characters and the and the storylines. So, but yeah, you you sold me on Mister Miracle. I'll pay attention to All it. All right,
1: I got another one.
2: <laughs> Reel uh, me in. So the thing that always
4: uh, got me about that series is like he's uh, t- talking to his manager or his friend, you know?
1: Oh, Funky, yeah.
4: Yeah, and he's like, but like his wife was like, uh, yeah, he's been dead for.
1: Her. Oh no, Oberon! Yeah, that part, that page hit me. It was like holy. Yeah, no, that that hit me God hard. Man.
0: So I, I wanted to say that uh, I think we'd be remiss not to talk about the one, the last. Uh, uh, spinoff, which was Batgirl and Riddler, yeah, uh, Batgirl versus Riddler, which it showed um, to me. One something I've been saying since I've seen Batgirl and Detective. Now, uh, she is the closest one I think to following in Bruce's footsteps, like more so as being the detective than being the vigilante. Okay. Um, her, you know, going through the whole thing of of trying to fight the Riddler or do her, do his um, his, his, his quest I guess is the best way to put it but it's all a, um like a, a, a mating ritual for him. He, he's literally trying to woo her because he finds her to be the most intelligent of all of all the vigilantes and and, and this is to him he even calls it a date. Like he's kidnapped four people trying to kill them all and to, to, to to sit there and be like, well, this is our first date. Like, I hope we get a kiss at the end kind of thing.
1: You know, well, it's funny. Cause I, I like, to me, I felt like, like you're saying Riddler's wooing Batgirl. I felt like that issue was more Riddler's to try to find out if she's worthy of his love. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he puts her on, you know, like, okay, Find the first missing person, then the next riddle will take he's you to the next her, one. And yeah. <laughs> so he's testing her and all that yeah. stuff. And
0: but by the end, you know, he he does find yeah, it worthy. He's smitten with <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He's, he's just
1: like, okay, I am. You're you're the one. And it's always interesting because like. I would have, and I wish somewhere down the line, or you know, maybe they did, maybe I missed it, but it would almost have been funny that Riddler, like he might have been depressed to be like, oh, you're not Oracle anymore. <laughs> you know, like I liked you better when you were Oracle because you were all seeing and all knowing. Now you're, now you're back to being one of those silly bats, you know, something to that effect. That, that could have been a funny moment there. Um, but no, I will say, I, I, going back, like looking at those um, those preludes, like, for me, at, at the initial one, I was very excited for Nightwing Hush because I love Nightwing, and I think Hush is a great character. But Hush was just there for shock and awe, and I found myself really enjoying all the other ones, you know, with the Robin, Rachel al Ghul. I was, I, I, like, Damien got humanized for once. I thought that was great. Uh, Batgirl and Riddler. Riddler is even more creepy. That's great. <laughs> you know, and Barbara, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because you're right. She is the one that, she is a better detective than all the Robins you know cuz the robins are all you know let's just jump into this and who are and, and Batgirl's the one who's like wait you idiot let's <laughs> let's look at these clues let's see what's going on and you know well, they,
0: i i think that they've in the bat universe they've really decided to to separate all the robins into the different versions of of batman's uh war like so yeah. you, dick is the stri- or no dick is the is the the face uh jason's the rage you know he's the fighter uh mm-hmm. um Tim is the strategist. He and mm-hmm. you saw that with the Gotham Knights, and now uh, Babs is the is the is the detective. Yeah. So I mean, y- you put them all together, and you get you get one one Batman. But <laughs> and but. Damon would- Damien Damien <laughs> I guess you know coffee. He I. I don't know what, what what you would put for him. He's the he's the unchecked like murder. You know if if Batman didn't oh, last, have that uh, strict code, yeah, you'd have Damian.
4: Uh, Teen Titans one.
0: <laughs> no, but you know, and I like that because
1: I forget if I read it in either Flash <clears throat> or maybe it was Superman number one, and you see like because Barry's got you know Wallace, Clark's got Jonathan. And everybody kind of worries, like, yeah, I don't know if I like them hanging out with that Damien kid. Yeah, that's <laughs> And true, I that's really, true. you know, like, <laughs> during, you know, Damien's formative years, he was with Rachel Gould. You know, he, that's that was the he world he traveled to. Yeah, he, he stayed he, there, you're yeah, right; he did he, kill people.
4: He was trained to kill and everything.
1: Yeah, man. and <laughs> you know, Bruce is trying his best to get him to sway back. But as we've seen in those glimpses of the future, you know, it was it Batman 666? You know, he's the evil Batman with the trench coat and who sold his demons. soul. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so Damian's which
4: is much more closer now because apparently, I don't know, with um, I forget, was it No Justice or something that. They had this fight between uh, him and Batman, so now uh, he's, like, separating himself from uh, uh, Batman now.
1: Oh, so he's 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 mad at Daddy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, I don't know how it happened. I It was just one argument or something, but it's just now, like, he's off to do his own thing. And I think he killed Black Mask. <laughs>
1: wow. Bro. <laughs> That's big. All right, so the, the big thing I'm curious about, so you know spoilers obviously been listening to us and we've done we've been talking about the preludes and the best man story arc so now diving into issue 50 um so we're gonna spoil this you better be prepared so we know what happened are you happy that it went that way. So we'll go around, you know, whoever wants to start, and, you know, with, with Catwoman. Go ahead and say, what happened? Oh, okay. So basically, you know, the, the the start of the issue, Batman and Catwoman meet up and let's get married tonight, you know, going back into that whole rooftops thing. So she goes off, you know, we find out her pick for Maid of Honor will be Holly. She brings out the dress and she's doing her sports. Uh Bruce is, you know, he goes, he changes. Basically, this is where we get the twist, and I think it was the best page of the story when he tells Alfred, he's like, I want you to be my best. Man. Yeah, I thought yeah, like, that, that was awesome, a beautiful man. moment. It <laughs> hit me. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then they acquire Judge Wolfman, so that's a nod to Marv Wolfman, and you know, he's the town drunk of a judge, so <laughs> he's gonna marry him on the rooftops, and yes. you know, they agree to meet, they've they're they're both ready, and then you know, Holly has this talk with Selena, and I think that's where the cold feet really set in. And so you wind up just seeing, you know, she limps off into the darkness and then batman is there well bruce wayne is there with alfred and the judge and then they've waited and she's not going to show and then bruce wayne leaps off into the darkness and then you have that famous last page which we'll, we'll jump into it but basically <laughs> cat or selena doesn't show to the wedding so she leaves bruce at the altar so what do you think did you like that did you hate it what are your thoughts
3: well i'm, I'm kind of mad because i'm Again, I'm of course wanting them to get together, but at the same time, I kind of had a feeling that was gonna happen, you Mm -hmm. know, because again, they've always had that chase with each other, and this is probably like another, you know, bigger version now that we've reached this part with them. Um, Who knows where they're gonna go from here? You just gotta keep reading. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, the the last panel that has Bane in it. Oh yes, that last page and, and skulls and all manner of stuff and the words the bat batman's been broken which would be you know bane's favorite line yeah (laughs) for a lot of a lot of a lot of reasons i don't know what what to make of it i don't know if it's supposed to be physical or metaphysical If it's supposed to be symbolic i mean i don't think selena actually jumps off a building and then bruce jumps
0: off a building with the you know inevitable end uh to that yeah because neither one of them is wearing their their usual outfits that would allow them to jump from a building and survive yeah, they're so both they're wearing a wedding dress and a tuxedo like it doesn't make any sense yeah this. Is, but this i would, uh,
4: would expect uh uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Wayne to have something on him to kind of, because yeah, he's yeah. like, uh, he's, yeah. he's going to get married, but you know, this is a guy uh. who, who prepares for everything uh. so he's going to have something on him.
2: <laughs> uh, but he's, a, he's in the, the deepest, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well of course Just the, the Alfred in will. Gotham is like, he can like do anything too. <laughs> but I mean, Bruce is in the deepest despair. I mean, he has a sense of something terrible has happened. And, and again, the last line—the bats has been broken. And I mean, I had the fe- the feeling that he looked down, even though they're in a different hotel, and saw Selena's body dead on the ground. Wow! Oh, that's dark. yeah. And then seeing her down there is like, what else is there? So that, that's that's where I go with that, and I'm not, and again, I'm not quite sure. Uh, if it's symbolic or real or what it's meant to tell, <laughs> uh,
4: for me, I, I like the you know the uh, the beginning, everything else, you know, with Alfred, how how they got the. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, for me, I I like the issue, the art, and everything. I I like the actual story of how he got the judge. You know, like the like moments with Alfred just—I wish they would have gotten married, but separated afterwards for some—I don't know—odd reason, just to kind of—and
2: one that, hour
1: yeah. <laughs> What yeah. happens in Gotham stays in Gotham. Yeah. Huh? <laughs>
4: <laughs> but also, I just wondering towards the end if um, I think they did jump off, but they just kind of jumped off to other building or something like that, because you know they, he's been j- jumping like uh, uh, jumping buildings, like you know, it's like. A, like, this is like the back of his hand type thing. He could just jump off and he would just know exactly where to land or what to get. But the thing that gets me, what's like, um, what's real, but what's like, or just in the mind is the last page is like, where Holly is just meeting all these uh, characters and it's like, and it's like, is that really, like, is that real or is that just in her head? But then again, I don't think she's ever met the. Um, you know like uh the alternate uh reality uh batman or uh some of these other characters well most of the, most of these characters she has met but uh him i don't know so it's kind of like if it's real or not it's kind of like interesting
1: well to me i find it funny because what do we call it when you're going to get married oh you're taking the plunge <laughs> yeah oh yeah that is oh. true. yeah oh, that <laughs> is i, is I thought that was wild so like to me it's like maybe You know, maybe because again, it's you know, like if you look at the promotional,s you know, I'm I'm looking at the 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 card that they put out there, and it does say the wedding of Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, but we know it's not gonna be that. It is the wedding of Batman and Catwoman, Mm -hmm. but with this, them actually being out of costume, I think that's it. Kind of comes down where this is the wrong way we're doing it, you know. So maybe, and again, like ultimately, I think she carries that where it's like I can't be selfish enough to take. Batman away so that's why she doesn't go Bruce sitting there is just like you know deep down yeah Batman's hopeful but this Batman Tom King's Batman this is the first time we've ever seen that Bruce Wayne a young Bruce Wayne did try to commit suicide so this is a whole different Batman so this could be a Batman that you know he's driven by the death of his parents but he might be a little bit more driven by I'm tired of losing you know so when he sees that Selina doesn't show you know, he's just like, well, screw this, I'm out. You know, he's going to react with some anger. And we've seen Batman do that in the yeah. past, mm-hmm. so these are some different things. So I just found it interesting again, you know, playing with that word, taking mm-hmm. the plunge, mm-hmm. but then you know, jumping ahead, going to that last page. So we see Bane, you know, sitting on a king of uh, cr- or, sorry, uh, a throne of skulls. You've got Riddler, you got Joker, Psycho Pirate, uh, Bane at the middle there, Gotham Girl, the Venturaclist and Scarface, the Thomas Wayne alternate reality Batman. Doctor Hugo Strange. If you look at the bottom of the ground, you see Skeets and then Holly is kneeling before Bane. And then that's when Bane utters the phrase the bat yeah, is broken. broken. And to me that blows my mind because I could see like, okay, Psycho Pirate, you know, he played a big part. You know, that's why like I I would recommend, I would and I, I want to. Um, I'm gonna go back and read I am Bane. And I also want to go back and read Rooftops because they reference letters. Now, I think when we read that on our first initial, we took it as, oh, they must have given letters to each other before they went and did that suicide mission. I think those letters are the ones that they left each other right now in the wedding. Because if oh, you go wow. back to that page where they you know, both jump off yeah, their respective ledges, there's letters waiting. So mm-hmm. I think we were told something in the past that was of the future <laughs> of the now. You know, like It's mm-hmm. kind of one of those, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I didn't catch that. You know, I think that's something interesting. Do you have some, Dan?
3: Well, I have a different outlook on it um, because, as a retailer, we sold this as their wedding. <laughs> so I feel that it's kind of an injustice to some of the people that bought it because they were looking forward to a wedding. So, I'm kind of mixed on that.
1: Yeah, but Marvel did
3: it always. just as well. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's a big promotional thing that retailers have promoted, and then it didn't come through. So, I'm kind of disappointed.
1: I, I can see that, but there, there's one other thing, and, and this is something where, like like I said, for me, my tip-off that they probably weren't going to get married was on that that retail card for like collect all these issues and the fact that they had catwoman number one i was like wait why would she be getting her own book you know it's you know i mean obviously yes they want to make more sales and stuff like that but you can't have batman be in batman detective da, 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 and then stick him in a catwoman book so that made me think she wasn't going to be part of his world anymore so we we need to see what's going to happen and obviously sales will be great for the first three or four issues it'll probably tank then you're gonna get the batman guest star and that's when they'll try to revive it but tom king has gone on record and if you go back as far as like when he was pushing his rebirth issue number one he said i want to write batman for a hundred issues
3: okay. so
1: this like his 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 run i feel is going to be very tightly woven you know like i said i would i would today you know go back look at your back issues Read I Am Bane, you know, read uh, Rooftops, and I think we're going to see some more stuff that we missed out on or that's going to make more sense now having seen what we've seen.
2: Well, I, I appreciate your reference to the uh, alternative Thomas Wayne Batman. As I was looking at that, I wondered, wh- what is this? <laughs> I mean, there, there's, yeah. there's a Batman in, a, in an older version Batsuit, and, and I'm saying, why is he there?
3: The bat is broken. No, it's yeah, not. The bat is broken. Yeah. But no, it looks no. like he's
1: there, and he's gonna like take them all out. Yeah, well, it even and blows I'm my. Saying. It's
4: like, is it just in her head or something? Because uh.
1: I don't know. Well, like this is like because Bane has always been a very good strategist, strategy, oh, I can't say Strate- Strate- <laughs> Strate- yeah. yeah. strategy. 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 Strategy stuff. But uh, like, yeah. I just like to me, it blows my mind because like I can accept all those characters being there except for two of them. One Skeets. You know, like that goes back to Booster Gold giving Batman a wedding present, and, you know, he's like, hey, here's what the world would look like if Batman was happy. And to me, I look at that as like, well, that's just a fun throwaway. Do Bruce and Selena have memories from that alternate reality world? Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's another thing that triggers why Selena says no. You know, uh, the Thomas Wayne Batman being there. If we go back to the button crossover well, you know, then why aren't Flash and Professor Zoom there? Because they were a big part of the Button story. But even then, you know, the Thomas Wayne Batman, he straight up tells Batman, Bruce, he's like, live your life, be happy. You know, like, go find that happiness. And that's where I think that probably even planted the seeds of why Batman's like, maybe I should marry Selina. You know, and it's like, you look at that and you're like, but now Bane had some control on that? And those are two motivators, you know, like again, Skeet's showing a dark world with a happy Bruce Wayne so that's gonna tell Selena to say no Thomas Wayne telling Bruce to go live your life be happy don't don't do this Batman stuff anymore. Like that that really is some hardcore bat is broken yeah. you know, like laying the seeds to, to this fruition. So I mean I, I think when we hit issue seventy five, we're gonna have something major and then obviously when we hit issue one hundred and three, you know, mm-hmm. because Tom King did say, Well there were like three issues. There was the, <laughs> the crossover with detective and then the two issues with the button. But he's self referencing the button there. But yeah, when we hit that, you know, those final issues, it's gonna be huge.
2: Now, reading it more carefully, you know there's a, a letter addressed to Selena from Bat before she jumps. Right. And there's a letter addressed to Cat, presumably from yeah the, to 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 Bruce from Cat before he jumps. And I'm wondering, what did these letters actually come from them? What are these letters?
0: I always- Do they matter? I I just assumed (laughs) it's what those the pages in between the stories are the ones where you see the different artists have have depicted Catwoman and Batman on different rooftops yeah like those the things that you're reading there is what's in their letters to each other. Like yeah. that's what that's the way I read it. It could yeah. be completely different, and Tom King could come out and be like, "No, that's not what I was doing there." That's... You haven't
1: read those letters. <laughs> yeah. You you know? yeah. yeah, these are different letters. But that's what Holy I assume. That's it's yeah. kind of like their
0: idea of what you know, their, their vows were going to be. Their, you know, how we're going to live with each other. Why we are together. I also wanted to say is that I think there's there's the one scene right in the middle of the book uh, where the two of them are coming from different ends of uh, hall, a hallway and yeah. they walk up to each other and they, they obviously are seeing each other before the wedding like yeah. you know which is a tradition um, that you're not supposed to break bad luck, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think at bump, that bump, point bump. I think at that point that's the, that's the, the the pivot where you're I think everything after that doesn't happen I honestly do I think that it's it's an illusion the fact that you have psycho pirate there you have uh, Hugo Strange things like that at the end like all that is uh, is is to show you that this isn't real anymore like and that's why you're not getting the happy ending that you're supposed to get. Like that that could just be me and the lame writer in me, but like I think the the fact that the the fact that you have Bane on the the throne of skulls, which is the exact scene you have from the I am Bane story, where uh, presumably Catwoman turns on Batman and and yeah, at that moment and and says, oh no, Bane. He's going to do this, and I'm, I'm here because I'm just trying to survive kind of thing. But then you find out that is all part of Batman's sto- like strategy. Like That was all part of his plan. So this, I think this is another way of saying this is all part of Batman's plan. Like, I think this whole... So if, what you said, Tom King saying that he wants to do 100 issues. This is issue 50. This is halfway. So we didn't get the wedding. Right. Uh. You can't have wedding two. It can't be, I mean, I guess they could. They'd be like, hey, we're going to try again at, at issue 100. <laughs> but I think that means that someone's got to die at issue 100. And it, you're not going to kill off Batman. So yeah. I think Catwoman's going away, even well, it, with her ooh, issue number one. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And well, you know, it could be interesting too, even because I, I looked at that page and I was like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's like one of the few biggie, big splash page issues. And I almost wonder, like, maybe that's the moment they got married. You know, because Alfred is still there. That's Holly true. is still yeah. there. But you know, the piece. but they, they, you know, again, though, are it's they worried about wedding, wedding Bruce and Selena yeah. getting married? You know, so I mean, maybe symbolically that's their wedding moment. And then you're right, where it's like, okay, we know there's something deeper going on, and Bruce could be the mastermind, even though we're thinking of it. Because I do find it interesting that the collection of villains that are there, you know, I mean, they're very specific villains like Tom yeah. King's done a good job of using all the villains I mean you know where's Kite Man he should be on that page <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know yeah, yeah.
3: Okay.
4: But,
1: but if you look yes. at the, the villains that are there outside of Bane you've got Riddler Joker Psycho Pirate and the Venturaclist I could never pronounce that one right uh, Scarface <laughs> yes. and um, Hugo Strange Doctor Strange they're cerebral villains
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know so it's like I'm surprised Matt know, Hatter's not there yeah
2: yeah, you know, like
1: me. these are people that put you like they, they affect your emotions as well as the physical surroundings.
2: I yeah. see when you say that it makes me ask why isn't Scarecrow there? Mm-hmm. That's a good one because too. Is, Which I think is is a good question but, of who yeah, we, all yeah.
0: the people that we see there. Who do we not see there? It's true. Yes, yeah.
2: um, uh, because for for some kind of mass illusion or delusion to take place. Some substance has to be released in some way,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, and and identically, and it, 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 there doesn't appear to be room for that. So obviously, the hand is quicker than
0: the eye <laughs> because something was done. Yeah, because yeah. the the, the, the in, right in the middle when Holly is driving uh, Catwoman, I believe, or is it the other way where Catwoman is driving Holly somewhere? Like she's, it must be Catwoman driving Holly because she says, "Oh, she dropped me off back here at the." At Holly's the, driving. Yeah. At, so was Holly driving? Holly's driving. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. That at that point, I mean, something's happened to the two of them. Like it, it literally jumps between. Uh, Selena's ready to have the wedding, and then it's all of a sudden they're driving away, like for whatever reason. So I don't know. I I think that you. I mean, obviously, we're You, you buy more issues, you find out more of the story. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> We talked about the issue 50, and I I, a few of you have read Catwoman number one. Yeah. 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 Did we get any insight into what her thoughts on the wedding day were?
3: It was like nothing. I I felt like it was
0: not connected. Yeah. Yeah. Nada. Zero. zero.
3: It was like it was all of a sudden she was focused on a whole new situation. Something's going on. There's Catwoman all over the place doing other things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, like, I mean, like, maybe I missed it on that page one. Like, there is an illusion that time has passed, you know, with her collecting or compiling debt or winning money at the casinos and whatnot. And, you know, so you're like, okay, time has passed. But, yeah, she doesn't think of Bruce or, gosh, I feel kind of bad. How's he doing? It's it's just like if they did start their own Catwoman number one comic, it wouldn't have mattered whether or not the wedding happened. Yeah, I felt that was very disconnected. <laughs> or
4: maybe it's her inner character, just to kind of just to, uh, block it out, and just you know, uh, you know, just have fun, or you know, just to uh, block it out. You
1: know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I do feel Selena is sentimental. You well, know, she holds on to stuff. Who's writing Catwoman and Roy? Uh, Jonelle Jones, I think.
3: Yeah, okay. Jones and Ored.
1: Yeah. So this one is, uh, I think it's actually a writer artist combo. So the artist is the writer as well. Um, so yeah you know does she know tom king's grand plan does she not you know is this just going to be a book of its own thing and i almost feel it's just it's a peripheral book you know it's it's kind of like with the uh, you know all the wolverine issues that are out there not everything ties into master plan it's just a comic to be read
0: so to wrap up um i think we've kind of touched on it quite a bit but how did everybody feel at the end, did you feel cheated? Did you feel like this is the appropriate ending to the wedding? Do you feel like uh, you would have went a different way?
3: Well, it definitely keeps me wanting to go to 51, because I'm thinking 51 is probably going to clear up some of that. And uh, so, do I feel cheated? A little, but at the same time, I'm more intrigued. I'm okay. know what's going on.
2: Well, someone who bought the wedding issue of uh, Lois and Clark... Uh, and that actually did happen. You know, it, was, it was Superman and Lois Lane. it did as, as Clark and uh, and Lois. I was expecting that. So so, but, but I'll say aside from the end, <laughs> the build up towards it was excellent, and um, the way it ended, I, I, I agree with Domino. That I mean, what's the appetite? Well, what's next? What else is going on? What have we missed? And hoping that those missing pieces will be filled. Uh,
0: you know, I, I think that's, that, that is definitely what we're going to look forward to. But I wanted to bring up, since you brought up the fact that the, the, the Superman-Lois Lane wedding, I feel like that one definitely had more fanfare. Now, you can sit there and you, you can say that Superman's, uh, you know, a different character. I don't know. Do, do you think that's because of the timing? Like the the, the era of when they got married? or is it because of the character like the idea of Superman and Lois' wedding being so extravagant and, and I think it, it captured outside of comic book readers like even yes. had news stories and stuff like that whereas yes. the Batman wedding is not as big.
2: Yes actually yeah, not big at all uh, and there was, a, there was a a very uh, consistent build up towards it I mean Lois learning his identity um, you know them working that, that out mm-hmm. and, and deciding that this was the uh, next step to take um, I mean it's just very uh, consistent and thought through one thing built upon another and you had the obviously the multi-decade romance between the two Right. that's, that's supposed to culminate and that that's like more clear than the Batman Catwoman uh, thing which is like more of a tease sometimes a kind of a romance sometimes not Sometimes other women involved. Sometimes no women involved. He's just, you know, the, Off the, again, on the again. yeah, just, just this <laughs> the 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 brooding, uh, 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 worry about what happened to his parents. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But, but I, I agree with you that you know, not not really much fanfare going into this. No, uh, really, at all. So it makes you wonder how much will come after this. Right. To, you know, to Culminate the relationship, or go down some other path. Your your final thoughts?
4: Uh, well, I have to kind of agree with them. I liked the setup for it, how it all like was unfolding, and it's just the that ending. I was just like, <laughs> but I do want to see more. That's the thing. I do want to see more. I do want to see how how they, you know, how they go on after this, or if it's just going to be uh, if uh, for a, for some. Um, for some period, there's not going to be any Catwoman for a while, and like, like in the comic, just to kind of, you know, just to kind of get a good break, and and then just to going slowly bring her back or something. But let's see.
1: You know, kind of echoing or uh, jumping into what you when when uh, you brought up the Superman wedding. So it's interesting because if you go back to that era of comics, you know, you're right. You know, Clark finally decides, like, okay, I'm going to reveal the secret, and I think that hit like an issue 50. It hit an anniversary number. Yeah, also boom, that was a build-up. Then he proposes to her, so they get engaged. And then this little thing happened, Doomsday. <laughs> so that wrecked... Well, it, actually, it, it wasn't Doomsday. It was Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman. They didn't want to have a TV show where you're seeing this couple develop, and then they're married in the comics. So the TV show actually derailed the wedding. Oh, and then wow. finally... You know, so that's when they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? What we mm. planned. And, you know, Jerry, the joke is Jerry Ordway would always be at the writer's side and he's like, kill him, kill him. <laughs> so finally like, that's a good idea, let's kill him. And so, so they, they killed Superman. And that obviously prolonged everything because it'd be interesting, you know, maybe there's an alternate, you know, Earth 47 or whatever, mm. where Superman 75 was the wedding issue, you know, instead of being the death one. Then finally, when the Lois and Clark show decided, hey, let's marry Lois and Clark, that's when the comics had to scramble because Lois wasn't even in the books so it's like oh crap bring her back they quickly work out their marriage and bada bing you know and, and I think with the Superman wedding that was for everyone you know this like you guys were saying there wasn't too much fanfare and whatnot because it's just a story it's not the wedding. Like, I, I kind of felt that. Like, yeah, is this, it's an anniversary issue. They put out the little flyers promoting it, retailers promoting it, you know, all kinds of stuff like that.
0: But I think that's more, and not to cut you off, but that's that's more of the, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Because if they would have put more fanfare into it, would it have felt like the wedding for you?
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. And I, and I felt like, to me, because, like, knowing this and, you know, again, seeing that Tom King was going to write 100 issues... You know like i've kind of i had in my mind's eye like, oh well, he's gonna have 50 issues of married batman they'll probably separate the status quo is restored and then the next writer picks up the baton and goes um but i'm more excited like i'm not let down by this issue i mean would i love to see him married oh of course you know i think i think that's a neat thing i like batman being a family man you know because that shows that his greatest loss became his greatest gain as well um but I'm I'm more excited for the next issues. I want to read more. Uh, you know, like I just I, I can't get enough of this. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I think they did a good job of that. Um, so I'm excited. You know, like I said, and, and if anything, like I said, this has got me that when I get some downtime, I'm going to go back. I'm going to read I Am Bane. I'm going to read Rooftops because I think there's something there. You well,
4: know, and um, now just to go on a bit on a tangent, what do you think of the whole um, making uh, Clark Kent, uh, or uh, Clark? Uh, sorry, uh, Clark Kent a. Uh,
1: uh, single again <laughs> Well, I don't think he's single So referencing oh, yeah, Man yeah, of Steel yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I don't You know I don't want to spoil that story Because I know you, you were talking about I Lois is somewhere
4: No no I, you I, know. I know But like They've uh, You know They're like uh, Somewhere in the
1: universe Right But like He's just Like here by himself yeah. I <laughs> think it's neat Because ultimately This is we see we've seen Superman or Clark Kent or Kal. He's always missed something, you know. Like I miss the planet Krypton. I, I miss the Kents. I miss Smallville or something. Now this is something we because I think that's ultimately what's great about characters getting to see them grow. You know, having seen Spider-Man, you know, have a doctorate degree that's neat because we've seen him struggle in high school and college and all that. Having seen a married Spider-Man, that's that's neat and stuff like that. So with them getting these new things in their life. And then it being gone for a story. I think it's neat because now you see that character miss something. So it's like you know they've grown. you know. Like like I, I love when Crypto's around because now it's Superman with a dog. I'm glad Ace is back in the Batman books because now it's Batman with a dog. And it's those little comforting moments because it's kind of like our lives. Yes, we have a pet. You have this pet and then sadly it passes. So you don't want a pet for a while. But then you get a pet again, and it's
2: it's kind of neat. Go ahead, Chris. Just a side note: When did Batman get a dog?
1: Um, Batman. <laughs> well, no, no, he's, he's he's They've had Ace. So I know, know. know, but well, <laughs> they've had well, they've had Ace the Bat Hound. I mean, he was to the point where he even wore. Uh, he was little cow. I don't recall that. Oh, I will, I will find you the issues, and they were there. But in the most recent iteration, um, they brought Ace the Bat Hound back. And they they did that with Batman Annual number one of this Tom King stuff. It actually won an Eisner. That's how big that story was. Like that's, I think that's great. Like I love dogs, I love cats, I love all animals. But I think that's neat to know that we've seen uh, Hawkeye. The pizza dog issue—that one in Eisner—and then this Batman Annual number one—that one in Eisner. It's like the power, the love of pets is actually (laughs) led into comic books, and it's it's won awards. But no, Ace the Bat Hound—it's a real thing. I mean, they've they've had kids' books, they've had TV, they had a cartoon even back when they had the Crypto Adventures. You know, there was the Batman dog there as well. Okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, all right. So I just want to say thank you, everybody, for joining us for our 100th episode, a giant size, just like the Ooh. the Batman issue itself. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us with that. And, uh, and and Diane, for letting us do it here at FanQuest Comics. So uh, the next time we can all get together and, and, and do that again, it'd be a great time. Uh, whatever story that ends up being. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming. So who knows, maybe
1: in what? Uh, three more years, we'll be meeting to talk Batman you know, 100 and see what
0: happens there. Yes. <laughs> there we
3: go. The real wedding. The The separation.
0: So, this has been Imagine If on the Geekly Radio Network saying, always remember to Geek, geek out. out!
4: We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.